guys we are back it's march what's today march 13th 2019 and this is episode 27 of the no sleep startup podcast what's up what's going on what did you do this week you know what i did this week i slept all week because we lost an hour of sleep which is super rude like it's not fair shouldn't happen but it happens in america and uh Basically, you go to sleep, and then you wake up, and it's nighttime. So that's what happens with, uh, <laughs> with uh, what's it called? Uh, spring, spring for it. Yeah, you spring for it. You fall back. Anyways, so I've been tired all week. You ever had one of those weeks where you wish you didn't have to get up and go to that office, you know, and, and sit in traffic and, and stop for Starbucks coffee? Worst coffee ever, but you can't afford. Or you can't avoid it because it's on every freaking block. Uh, anyways, let me see where this podcast is going, man. You know. Anyways, <clears throat> so I was thinking this week, a lot of good feedback on the video last week. We're gonna keep doing these videos, man. I think it's really gonna help out with what we're trying to do. We're just trying to create content, and I'll let you guys in on what we're trying to do. You'll see it on IG and Twitter and Facebook and and YouTube and all the stuff. <clears throat> Basically. Uh, we're just creating content, right? Content that's evergreen, meaning it doesn't grow old, really. Content that's that you can always apply to your life or to your uh, your your mission to either go independent to become an entrepreneur or uh, just better yourself within a corporation so you have the capability to move on and, and call the shots. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about, well, the title is <clears throat> Holding On Too Long, Okay whether it's holding on to an idea too long, whether it's holding on to a, uh, a stable like paycheck or stable pay period too long, or if it's just holding on to this position that you have, right? A lot of us fall into that trap. And that's, that's the reason why a lot of us, we get old and we're like, man, I wish we would have done that back in the day. And I know that's you know kitschy to say, like, do what you want now, because when you get older, you might not, you know, you're gonna wish you did it, but at the end of the day, not everybody is like built for this life. But here's what I want to I want to talk about, like that nagging feeling that we get. Right. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of us get this feeling. Not everyone does, but a lot of us get this nagging feeling inside of our heads when we're working for someone or working in a company or an agency and we've got a title, you know, but that nagging feeling comes about, at first it feels uh, like skeptical, um, and then it feels resentful, um, and then it feels like, you know what, I, I might be able to do this on my own, because my boss isn't the smartest guy, right? My manager's not the brightest person, and nobody around here has a work ethic as I do, right? You kind of feel it. Um, I feel like as a creative, as an entrepreneur, we can't shake that feeling, okay? And you have to pay attention to that feeling because when it comes, it stays, okay? You can't brush that off or you're gonna go into work day in, day out, hating what you do. Not hating what you do, right? You're gonna have pride in your work, right? We're gonna have pride in our work, but hating the situation that we're in. We're dependent on someone to fund our lives, right? 
um, we're depending on our team, our teammate or, our, or another department to make sure what we do works for, the, for a client or for the company's client, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I'm a hip hop fan, big hip hop fan. Uh, and you see kind of the culture shaping based on how hip hop moves or how R&B moves, right? Um, and you see these big, uh... wow, dude, wow. Did you hear that muffler? That's cool, man. That's cool. I bet that guy's vaping. Um, <laughs> uh, dang, what was I saying? Oh, um, you kind of see how modern mainstream is shaping itself around these creators, right? These hip hop creators, like uh, the beat makers, the producers, the rappers, the singers, all this stuff. And there's gonna become, there's, there's gonna, it's gonna come to a shift where the record labels aren't gonna have any power over the industry as it is. You know, you already see with streaming and all this stuff. And I liken that to kind of our, our, our plight in branching out and becoming entrepreneurs and, and going off on our own, right? There's gonna be not an uprising, but there's gonna be a point in this cycle of business where the, the quintessential business, you know, the company is gonna break and people are gonna start finding ways to branch off on their own and be successful, right? And, and that's kind of what, a, what, it starts with that nagging feeling, okay? So let me go to my notes. Um, I worked for a company in, um, in Los Angeles, in Studio City, and it's a huge company, billion dollar company. Uh, it was my first like corporate professional job, right? I was super young. I still was wearing baggy button down shirts. Um, I think I had a tongue ring at the time. And uh, eventually that stuff fell off because I molded myself to, to what corporate would like. And I grew up in the ranks, <clears throat> not grew up, but I progressed in the ranks. And it was because of obviously my knowledge of computers, my ability to talk to people like a human being. Um, again, not a, not a trait that everybody has, uh, but I was able to find like my bearings there and I progressed, progressed, progressed until I was the youngest client manager there handling multi-million dollar um, accounts. But I say that to say, have you, have you found yourself like doing that in your company? Like, have you found yourself, have you found it easy to progress? And, and have you found others like coming to you for answers um, and coming to you with questions and kind of leaning on you to support them? Hmm. If you, if you have, I bet 80% of you have that nagging feeling like, hmm, this, I could maybe, I could maybe branch off, right? Could maybe branch off. The same thing happened to me at another marketing company, you know? Ended up being the, the, the department manager, and when I got demoted, by the way, I got demoted, like, <laughs> I got demoted. They said, we don't want you in this position anymore. Reason being was I was becoming too close to the clients and they were fearful that I would take the clients. Uh, so when I got demoted, people left. People literally quit when I got demoted. Now I'm not saying that to say, look at how good of a leader I am because like we talked about last episode, you know, I'm, if you know how to put things in place, you become a leader because people follow, you know, what you do. But like, is that happening with you? 
Because if, 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 if one, you have that nagging feeling like, I could probably do this on my own. But then two, the things that are happening in your everyday life, in business, and your job, uh, aligns with what I just talked about. We got some stuff to talk about, okay? We got some stuff to consider. Because I would hate for you to be a natural-born leader in a situation where you become too ingrained and too uh, uh, necessary for a company to run to where you can't progress and if you leave you're kind of going to be tainted because you've done so much for particular clients under another company's umbrella. Does that make sense? I hope so. Um, so holding on too long. Here's the mistake I made. I made the mistake of holding on too long. Now <laughs> I feel like everything happens for a reason. Timing is everything. Uh, but as I continue to stay in this position that I thought I was supposed to be in, um, actually, I didn't think I was supposed to be in. I was staying in this position for material reasons. Okay, I've got kids. I got a mortgage. I've got house, uh, uh, cars. I got a mortgage and a house. Come on, uh, cars. I, I like sneakers. I like hoodies. You know what I mean? like going to the movies and going to restaurants and stuff like that. So having that steady paycheck kept me complacent. I'm sure we've all been there, right? That steady paycheck keeps us grounded. It keeps us coming in at 8 o'clock in the morning. Eight. By the way, who's working at 8 o'clock? Who's working at 8 o'clock? Huh? I came into work one day at 8.05, and my manager said, why are you late? And I said, get out of my face. <laughs> Straight up, why am I late at 8.05? Anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, you, you end up, you, you keep going there, man, and you work all of what? Three to four hours, tops. Like productive work, three to four hours every day. That's all it takes, right? But you're there from 8 to 5. 8 a.m., especially after spring forward, you're there when it's dark, and then you leave when it's dark. No, do I have it backwards? Fall backwards. You leave when it's dark, you leave home when it's dark, and then you leave work when it's dark. The only time you see the sun, you're like you have to smoke cigarettes. Now, you got to be a cigarette smoker to see the sun. Write that down. That's going to be in the clip. You have to be a cigarette smoker to see the sun. <laughs> and that's crazy. It's crazy. And it's because we, we, we become too tied to just, uh, I don't know, just what is it? What is it with this, right? I saw, I saw this, uh, I think it was a Far Side comic um, that showed, like, uh, aliens looking over Earth and then... Uh, they were like, yeah, these people are idiots. They just go from one room. They, they wake up in one room and they drive to another room. And they're there all day and then they drive back to that other room and that's all they do. <laughs> like that's us going to work every day. Um, now, mind you, it's okay. Some people are not built to branch off on their own, to ruin their life for three to four years, to, to, to go through stress, strife, to go through being broke, to go through bankruptcy. Some people aren't built for that and that's okay. But some people are, and his phone went off. It's still going off. 
Ah, oh, Barrett. Um, <laughs> I know it was an accident. It's okay. Accidents happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Let me get a producer, and then I don't, I don't know how to work within it. Um, <laughs> eight to five. Eight to five. You see the sun. Okay. All right. We're moving on. So the question is, <laughs> the question is, this is rough. The question is, if you are in the situation where, one, you have that nagging feeling, two, you're looking around and you see people are like, dude, I'm so glad you're at work today because I need your help with this. Or, man, we, you went on vacation and I thought the company was going to break, you know, like, and that's happening. <clears throat> then comes the question, okay, I want to I branch off. Do I jump in? Or do I ease in, right? Do I jump full steam into this or do I ease in? I think I've, I've discussed this, but I'm gonna, re, I'm gonna cover it again. That depends, man. That depends on your, your, your confidence and arrogance if you're gonna jump all the way in. And if you're not, it depends on your, uh, your resources and your ability to save and plan, right? I feel like those are two completely different things because if you're arrogant and confident you're going to say i can make this work see ya and if you're a planner you're not going to say see ya you're going to say i'm going to plan for four months from now you know and then i'm going to give it two weeks notice or four weeks notice you know what i mean but that's up to you um do you have clients in the pipeline are you currently freelancing for people do you have contracts with them are they up to six month contracts probably not we never do that when we're freelancing and we're still working like in a company, we do it so wrong. <laughs> we're like, you want a, uh, you want a website? Yeah, uh, how much you got? And they're like, 200 bucks? We're like, done, I'll do it for you. And then we take six weeks and we build them a website and we get 200 bucks and we feel good. We got a little play around money, right? But it's not until you get out, fully out of having that, that, that uh, uh, check every other week to where you're like, okay, you want a website. How about these other five things that you obviously need? How about you put me on retainer for 12 months, right? That's, that's the difference. Um, and if you do, if you are the person who works like inside of the organization and you're not like the freelancer who wants to set off and start their own agency, because listen, starting your own agency, it's, it, it's not fun for the most part. I hate to say that. It's not fun. It's work. Um, it's, it's like the same thing. Like when I was younger, I thought like having a traveling job would be fun. Like I get to travel everywhere. I get to go to Cali or I can go to Tampa. And for some reason, I thought Maine was cool. But Maine sucks, dude. You ever been to Maine? I, I went to Maine and I walked out of the airport and couldn't breathe. Like, couldn't breathe. Ice lungs. <laughs> it's horrible. But I get to go to Maine and travel all these places, right? Then you get into business and you find out that traveling sucks, especially when you're an entrepreneur or an agency owner. Because, dude, I just went to Vegas. I went to Vegas with one of our guys, Big Duda. You'll meet Duda soon. I'll have Duda in here. Um, <laughs> we went there for, what, five days, I think it was, for a conference. Four of those five days, 
I sit in my hotel room working for clients. Because obviously when you take a trip to Vegas, everything burns down. The whole, everything burns down. Four days out of five in the, in the hotel room working. And you think that's cool? So you think starting an agency is fun and cool? It's hell for the most part until you get it right. Right, and getting those things right are, are stuff like processes, putting processes in place, uh, figuring out a uh, projectable income or a predictable income, um, putting contracts in place, signing people on for six to twelve months, uh, knowing your worth, knowing your value, turning people down so that they come back to you six months later when they can afford you. We just had a client out here who uh, who were, they were used to spending three thousand dollars a month, right, for a certain uh, product or a certain service. Our buy-in, our minimum buy-in was $5,000 a month. And they went with us. You know? Like, it's that sort of thing that, that you have to figure out with, with, with building a company. So talking to the people who aren't built for that, and if you're not built for that, it's cool. But you know what you are built for. You're built for using the resources within the company you're in now to better yourself. Okay? I'll repeat that. Use the resources in the company that you have now to better yourself. Because if you better yourself, you're gonna better your value, you're gonna better your price point, and you're gonna, you're gonna grow onto that resume. Now, don't ever send a resume out, okay? I'm sorry, resumes are pfft. Unless you're a referral, like a word of mouth referral from that guy to this guy, and this guy says, have him send my resume, send your resume. Word documented up, doesn't matter. It's a word of mouth referral, they don't care. They just wanna see that you have something on paper. But for the most part, you want to build up your personal brand. Personal brand, what episode is that? Uh, go back and listen to episode three, personal branding. Okay, You have to build your personal brand in order to be sought after or uh, seen as uh, worth it or uh, valuable. right? Um, so within that corporation, here's what I did. Here's what I did. I got lucky. I was in a company where I was the in-house videographer, okay, uh, and videographer slash marketer, whatever. We didn't sell any video products for about a year, okay? So, had my own office, chilled in the back. First two months, I watched so much Netflix, it's crazy. I watched so much, so many shows. I watched The Office all over again. I watched uh, uh, stuff... Uh, um, what's that one, um, what's the show with the guy and he slides in? Seinfeld! I watched all of Seinfeld in two months. I don't think that's possible. But, uh, Kramer, oh, that guy, he had that breakdown. Kramer in the, uh, <laughs> Kramer, so sorry. Kramer at the Laugh Factory is entrepreneurs four months into starting their own business. <laughs> Anyways, after two months, I felt like uh, a hermit. Like, I felt like I was just collecting a check, right? So what did I start doing? Well, I can go get AdWords certified. Let's do that. I can learn everything there is to know about WordPress. Let's do that. I can invest in myself and go buy a graphic design pen and start messing around with that. Did it. I'm talking 10 months of self-learning. You can become inbound sales certified. Uh, you can get all these different certifications that from the outside mean 
you know, outside of our market or outside of our industry mean little to nothing. But inside of it, guess what, man? People are looking for people who know how to do this stuff. If somebody uses HubSpot marketing, right, uh, uh, and that's what they use exclusively, and HubSpot marketing is like, what, $1,200 a month, something crazy? Um, let's say they're using that and their main guy leaves and goes to another company. And you have on your LinkedIn, which LinkedIn, LinkedIn, <laughs> I've come to use it, but don't live on LinkedIn. Anyways, somebody's going to go to LinkedIn and search HubSpot Certified. It takes you uh, six hours to get HubSpot Certified, right? Why not invest that time that you have, your freedom, while you're on Reddit or you're watching uh, uh, Kevin Hart's What the Fit for the 40th time? Those episodes are like 15 minutes long. Spend that 15 minutes learning a, a, a trade that, that helps grow your value, like helps grow uh, that paycheck, right? So then you'll get to a point where you can walk into your boss and you can say, hey, uh, I've been doing XYZ. I've been approached by this company and this company. Um, they've offered me this much. Will you uh, pay me more than that? If so, I'd love to stay. Or will you match that? If so, I'd love to stay here. Uh, if not, we're going to have to discuss, you know, an exit strategy for me to get out of here. And if your boss, uh, I'd say five times out of ten, inevitably they'll say, nope, can't afford you. Have a good day. And then you can leave feeling so gratified because you knew you were in a position where you were undervalued and you raised your price point, And now you can go to this company and hustle your butt off, right, to get to that point again. Or the other five time, five out of ten times, they're going to say, whoa, whoa, no, 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 yeah, we'll match it. We'll match it. You know, I once got an $18 raise from doing this. $18 raise? Like how? Can you imagine someone walking into you and being like, hey, man, I know you're paying me $20 an hour. I need to make 38 You'd say, uh, huh? And if that guy wasn't producing, you wouldn't pay him. Right? That's just business. But that's how you negotiate, right? You have, to, you have to have the confidence to go in, to raise your value, and then if you're on the entrepreneur side, like you want to start an agency, you have to have the confidence to let go, to let go of that nine to five, of that check, right? And that confidence takes a while to build. Trust me. And it's scary. And for the first year or so, you might get lucky. You might land a hell of a client in the first two months, right? That's happened. Some pe I've seen some people go from nothing to $50,000 a month in six months because they found such a niche product and, and it worked. But, they, but believe me, they were up from 4 a.m. to 2 a.m. and catching the nap and getting up and doing it again. Are you ready for that? You ready to do that? That's tough, especially when you, get, when you got kids and you got a household to feed. You know, that's tough. Um, excuse me. It's my mom calling me. I'm not going to answer. She's going to see this. And get uh, <laughs> but anyways, um, I liken it to this, man. I was watching this, and this isn't a plug. I'm not getting paid for this. Obviously, I'm not getting paid by HBO. But there's a show called Crashing, and it's about the, the, the uh, it's featuring Pete Holmes, who's a comedian. He also has a great podcast, great funny podcast. And it's about his <clears throat> journey to becoming a uh, well-known comedian or a, a working comedian as they say like a comedian who's actually making money 
telling jokes. And I liken becoming an entrepreneur to the, the, the journey of a stand-up comic. Because, man, like they have to stand on street corners and hand out tickets. And they can't work. Like, they can't get five minutes on stage unless they give out, unless they get five people to come into the comedy club. And even when they get, what is it with mufflers, dude? I swear, that's the same truck. I think it was. It's the same truck. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, <laughs> um, so even if they get five people into the club, they get five minutes on stage and they don't get paid for it. But they're doing it for what? The love of the hustle. And, and so that they have that, that history behind them of, like, this grind, right? And if you don't have that in you, if you can't, like, at 3 a.m., blink real hard and look at your screen and keep, keep going on for another hour, like, it's not going to be. And, and think, like, this will all be worth it one day. Like, it's not going to work. <laughs> There's been so many nights where I've sat down knowing, oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, we're just shooting a podcast. <laughs> no, you're good. You're fine. Um, we can. We can. Yeah, we're good. Whatever. Who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, oh, five o'clock. What did I say? What was I saying? Yeah, I got the rough. I I think what I was saying was. To be in the thick of the work at 5 a.m. And, and then to have the mindset to say, this will all be worth it in the long run, you know? Like, ugh, that's a little insane. A little bit, you know? That's like having $10 and putting $9 in the bank saying, it's going to keep that there. It's going to accrue 0.7% interest every month, you know? <laughs> when it's like, all you have is a dollar. It's kind of what it is. Your energy is your time. It's your drive. It's your motivation it's all going into this one thing so you got to be a little insane to make this work but what's cool is the other little insane people like you guys who are watching this crap find this great <laughs> and you're gonna do it you're gonna do it um anyways yeah back to the comedian thing yeah if, yeah you pay five dollars to get somebody on, on or to get on stage you don't get paid for it then you get a working gig where they pay you 250 you know, a month, and that might happen two year or two fifty a night. That might happen two years down the line after you've been what they call barking on st street corners, handing out these flyers, right? And then you catch a lucky break somehow, somewhere, someone found you funny, and then like in the show, they're like, "Come join this, uh, like come do comedy at this bar mitzvah," you know, and it pays you more than ever. So then you're kind of getting into the groove, and you're getting into different groups and meeting other people and. You know, it starts kind of sight, but in the moment, trust me, in during all of this, you won't see it. You won't see it because there's going to be a time where you're consistently reaching for the next check, the next payout so you can pay your bills. Right. But if you don't lose that, if you don't lose that drive. It's going to pay off. Right. So. When I say holding on too long, holding on too long to your job. And then when you do break off, if and when you do break off, don't hold on too long to that situation that you're going to initially be in. Okay? Always look for like, hey, it's going to get better. This sounds so motivational and trashy, but for real, man. Like, whenever I found myself in a spot where all my bills are due next week 
and I haven't gotten paid yet, and it's Friday, the only thing I could do was work. And it always somehow paid off. Do some free shit for somebody. Hey, I built this website, thought you might want it. Well, how much is it? Uh, how much is my utility bill? Uh, 379 And they'll say, okay, cool. You know what I mean? Like, you're gonna do what it takes and that's gonna, that's gonna shape who your agency becomes. Like last podcast, that's gonna shape who, your, who the culture of your agency becomes. Does that make sense? I think so. All right, so let's say you're listening, you're like, all right, man, I've had that nagging feeling. All the people come to me, like they know I'm the guy at the job. And I think even if I left, I might be able to bring a couple of them with me, right? To start up this agency. How do I get started? <sighs> Good question. Now I've given in the past, I've given out my tips on automation, like setting up automated emails using Craigslist, which is a lot of people look at it like, hey, that's ticky tack, you know, but it'll, it brought me what, 10, 15 clients in a month. I'll tell you all about that again. Um, I have another um, tip of how to get guaranteed at least three AdWords clients a month. And I don't guarantee anything, but this is a guaranteed method. I'm not selling you anything, okay? Don't get crazy like, uh-oh, here it comes. Dominic is on camera, now he's selling me something. What I'm gonna do is, oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yo, so the, the PPC, the AdWords method, Dude, go get AdWords certified, it's free. Go get AdWords certified. Spend a weekend, watch the videos, read the lessons, take the two tests. Get AdWords certified, put it on your LinkedIn or announce it to the world, put it on your Facebook. Hey, anybody need AdWords? I'm now AdWords certified. Bet you somebody listens. Bet you somebody reaches out, okay? And with this method that I'm gonna give you for free, no opt-in, no nothing, uh, it's gonna guarantee you clients as long as you can talk on the phone and as long as you can speak to somebody like they're human okay so i'm not going to give you this stuff in a um, pdf i'm not going to make you come to my site so that i can pixel the hell out of you and follow you all around with with other products that i'm selling I'm not going to do that what we're going to do is look so no sleep startup we're launching a new website it's going to be up on friday the 15th march 15th 2019 you're gonna see a sign-up thing there for a private Slack channel. Okay, Slack is a cool like chat email type. It's an email uh, alternative. Um, you sign up there. You're gonna get a private link to join the Slack channel, and that's where we are. We're gonna communicate. Okay, I'll be up there. Bear's gonna be up there, um, and I like to just share tips. I want everyone to share tips. I think it'd be cool. If not, that'd be cool too. But we're just gonna try it. Um, come to the website. I'll put the link uh, at the bottom of this video that's going to be released on the 16th. So we'll be live for a day. Um, and just go there, sign up. Um, I'm not going to put you on an email campaign, I promise you. Um, I'm just going to be hanging out on the channel once or twice a, a day or something like that, popping in, talking to you guys, wanting to get to know you so we can build this kind of community of a bunch of lowly, skeptical entrepreneurs Is that cool all right cool i think um i think that's it don't hold on too long man uh you don't want the, the the chance to go by but also you don't want to get stuck okay don't get stuck don't hold on too long all right that's it episode 27 thank you guys so much for listening if you like it listen to the next one that'd be cool if not that'd be cool too
Talk to you guys later.